maybe nobody hears or sees or gives a shit. And I'm just like, got to do the thing because the numbers matter. Um, and because that's what decides my success and whether people like me and my not own your self-value. Your value. <laughs> Nerd On. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you, you deserve it. What? And we're all, levels all levels of nerd, of nerd are, are well welcome. Inside? Ooh. Their homes listening to this? Wow. Wow. It <laughs> has been now almost a full two years <laughs> going on our year three in this pandemic, and we're fine. And we have seen almost a fully distilled world through our screens, and there is a lot to unpackage. Unpack. That Unpack. Hurt, that hurt to think about. Read that yeah. again? Yeah, I'm just There's reading, a, I'm reading the it? script. There's a, it's what, what I wrote. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm half-cocked. Yeah. <laughs> keeping it in. <laughs> keeping it raw. Keeping it live. What are we talking about today, Josh? <laughs> Who else is better to help us digest it than the more honest purveyors of truth? Comedians. Today we dive into the inspired and manic but poignant experience of Bo Burnham with his comedy special, Inside. Uh, get it? Because I went on the inside yeah, of that handhold. Yeah. But before we get into this, let's introduce the hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Corey. I'm tired. And <laughs> I'm Tom. That tracks, actually. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun perks. Like, you get, uh, we send you behind-the-scenes videos that we've been starting to put together because some stupid shit happens before we start to record and in the studio. I have a name. It's Corey. Stupid shit happens is Corey. Yeah, Corey that's true. Uh, you get early access to these episodes. You get uh, bonus episodes that nobody else hears. What is this called? Boner episodes, there it is. to be clear. TM. I'm a Boner? child. No, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check it out. You also get to support us while we're doing this and trying to be I can't better. think of any better thing to support than us. Yeah, exactly. We're doing this thing Four and we're quarters. doing it more. And we love doing this, so... Less than it uh, uh, it costs to look at coffee. Yeah, less than the price of looking Four at coffee. Quarters. Yeah, so check it out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And check out that Discord. Uh, Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. It's a really fun community to be a part of. And it's growing all the time. And it's just cool, people. It's a cool place My to just Discord share what you love. Discord is growing all the time. Growing all the time. No. That's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so check it out. Someone's got to bring the energy. <laughs> and also a oh, huge no. shout out to our table. He it's doesn't broke. have his foot stand. He's going to fall over. I know it. I don't know where it is. And a huge shout out to Apogee, Odyssey, and Embody Audio. Embody Audio. Yeah, so check them out. They're an amazing company. I, I'm focusing on them because I've been talking about them, uh, talking with them actually the past few weeks. About and they're them, just, with them, at yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And they're amazing. They're just an amazing uh, company to work with and just to use their products. I mean, their focus is their product, Immerse, and it is spatial audio for any kind of headphone and gaming. So, I mean, it's. It works on, I think it's PC and Mac. I was wondering why I couldn't hear you this whole time, and I looked down, and this never got plugged in. Wow. I don't know how that's possible. Wow. Anyway, hey. so check out Embody Audio. They're amazing, and you you would be supporting an awesome company. So check it out. Yeah. Uh, but that is the housekeeping. 
let's get inside this episode. Yeah, there it is. I mean, that was easy. That was that <laughs> I was just broke my finger by doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just like an easy one. That, that was, was an easy. Like, that was a softball. Pitch. That was a, that was a, that was a freebie. Yeah. So with That's that, fine. we'll go into our first two segments of the show. Yeah, we will. Um, this is a completed work. Yeah. So <gasps> at the end of this episode, we are going to rate it, which brings us to. Guess that grump. A little grump bit of everything all guessing, of the time. Grump Apathy guessing is a episode. Tragedy and boredom is a crime. This is a grump guessing episode. <laughs> this is a segment that never <laughs> ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Daddy made you all Somebody the content started open started wide. Wow. So all the songs. Forever just because this is the song. Uh-huh. That's Lamb Chops. That's where I, I learned mean. that. Lamb Chops? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Lamb Chops. Yeah. Get ready for that episode in 2023. If you, if you heard that, your back is also hurting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that being said, that is how we open up every Guess That Grump segment where we're going to go around the table and guess who is going to have the lowest score from a scale of one out of five, no matter how high the number is. Yes. The lowest one will be the Grump for the week. Yes. Since I always explain, Bo Burnham is always brilliant. I'll go first. And I'm going to guess that the grunt for this episode is see going that to be Josh. Oh, what? Didn't see that coming, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, but that's you what know, I thought. it's that's cool. What I thought. It's cool. All right, I got that taken. So go ahead, Josh. That's one for Josh. Popcorn. Um, it's not Corey. I love the. Time. It's not a spite vote. I swear. I'm gonna say Tom because you're it my might, only option. I mean, you're the only option. It might be Corey. It, I mean, it it could be. Uh huh. I'm gonna go with uh, Josh also. <gasps> Two votes for Josh. One vote for Tom. But are you sitting at home going, "Fuck Corey, fuck that guy. He's the grump." Then you're Clearly. like me. Yeah. <laughs> then you're like every person that knows Corey. <laughs> no. uh, you should have voted for him. You idiots. You two are idiots. I'm not saying that. They're saying that. Ding dong. You guys are fucking idiots. I'm ding your dong. Again, it's not me. That's (laughs) you're getting really heated. It's not not me. It's the it's the it's the people listening at home. We're Uh, just like you. (laughs) Yeah, you're the audience surrogate. So if you're if you're thinking those very real thoughts, um, (laughs) this is falling apart. You can. You can speak with your, your vote and speak with your money by joining the Nerd on Nation powered by Patreon. You can take part in our weekly Guess That Grump polls. And if you get it right, you get a shot on the show. And you get a chance to be the end of the year uh, Grand Arbiter. Uh, God Emperor. God Emperor. <laughs> all of them. They're all Grand G's. Poobah. I'm sorry. Uh, guesser Grumper. Uh, and the nation has spoken. It's Corey. And they voted for Tom. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. So uh, that leaves me with no votes, and the two of you can hash it out at the end. My suggestion would probably be Tom go last because he's got the Nerd on Nation vote. Okay. Uh, So there you have it. It was actually very close in the polls. Was it? Uh, Yeah. I almost had no votes, but you guys were (laughs) very close. Yeah, go us. Polls. So there you have it. That's that's we'll, we'll we'll check in at the end of the episode to see who got it right and get some shout outs going on. But Tom, where do we go next? I have a question. Should we spoil it? And go into the first impressions? Should we just spoil that I entire thought, thing? Wow. I thought you had a real question and you, that, that was, was like real smooth good. as fuck. <laughs> that was a smooth segue. What's that? I feel like I just got hacked. Yeah. Uh, that's also just like, just kind of like a cock tease. Yeah. <laughs> just so, like, I guess we're getting naked, but nothing's for happening. For those of you, this is your first time listening. That is the segment that always follows. For So for him to say, I got a question, got, you got us, man. You got us real good. Now I know how it feels. 
when I'm like, it was Tom. Well, it's kind of like when Corey's like, okay, favorite parts, now rating? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we will go into our first impressions. I got no votes. I'll go first. Do it. Okay. Um, so, when this came out a year and a half ago, I told Tom we got to watch this together. Was it two at this point? No, yeah, it was 2021. Yeah. So like a it's year, like several months ago, a year ago almost. Yeah, at this point, we're all uh, dating. We're dating. Anyway, <laughs> when it came out, I was like, "Tom, we got to watch it together." So fast forward to whenever this last weekend was, we did it. Uh, we finally did it. I, I made a promise uh, and uh, kept it. Woohoo! Was this your first time, or you have? This watched is my it? first time watching it. Oh I, wow! I promised I would watch it with color Tom. me surprised. Um, and color you blue. It was hard. That's what she said. Uh, but I did it. Um, so I waited. And watch it with Tom. And um, you know that uh, that fine line you walk when you watch something really good, where you simultaneously are like so grateful that you got to experience that in your life, but also at the same time you're like angry because so good. you work really hard on the things you do, and then to see someone like in a couple months master all those things that you've been working years on doing. Couple months. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. By the time he was a couple months in, his lighting and his camera work was just phenomenal. Uh, so, you know, that. I walked that line the entire time, uh, which is a great line I hate walk. this. I love this the whole time. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, no. But all jokes aside, though, this was a... Uh, I'm glad I waited uh, a little bit because if I had watched this even a few months ago when I was, like, dealing with my own kind of shit, I don't think I would have, A been in a place where I could have laughed at a lot of the stuff that's dealt with in this or yeah. B, felt it as hard. Um, and I don't want to bury the lead too much, so I'll end it there. Nice. Okay. Nice. Josh, you or me? Uh, I'll go. Right. Um, I have a bad habit. I'm putting myself on blast here. I have a really bad habit. You have, you, when you, something you do this podcast with us? That, I mean, <laughs> one. Uh, no, my second bad habit is... Um, I there's something psychological that happens when something is super hyped. Mm. I immediately shut down, and I don't oh. want to experience the thing. I see, shout to Greece. Um, I know that it's a I know that it's a bad habit, and I'm I'm working on it. I I swear. Um, but when this came out, I I mean, even the other day, I was talking to my cousin. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I just got my uh, my vinyl version of Inside, the, of Inside," Whoa. and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, okay." So the 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 love is real. Which is understandable. And After having watching, watched it? having watched it, I was like, you know, it was again going into anything that is just like super fucking hyped. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. And I like, I've. It's so weird. Like you like self analyze so much. It's like, oh, I remember growing up. Like I didn't like the bands of the the people that used to bully me if they liked it. I didn't want to like it and blah, blah, blah. It's sure. a long fucking thing. Anyway. Terrible people shouldn't like good things. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, I watched this and I was like, fuck you, it's good. Yeah. It's like really good. Like, There's like some things that make me as an adult, as a as a human being, just go, God, that's so real. I, I'll, t with spoiler free, to tack this on to our, our I believe we share this in the in the same uh, first impressions. It, it is it is few and far between that I have gotten to experience something new that is objectively good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were so many times that I was. I've watching been shown it. movies throughout my life, Citizen Kane, whatever. They're like, this is it. But like, getting to experience a it brand, in real a time, brand new yeah, thing, yeah, that's yeah. objectively good is yeah. pretty cool. 
Um, but also, I mean, there's just like my the technical brain. I think we all three of us at this table have a technical brain that when we're watching something, you're kind of like you're also we've talked about watching things multiple times. Yes. So you can there's an enjoyment as just a goer, as somebody who's watching the thing, and then there's kind of like the technical brain, and you're like, wow, that's a really cool shot. Oh, I see. Oh, I see what they did. Oh, that's interesting choice. Oh, okay. So, oh, he's using that pedal. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I, like as a musician too, and like as somebody who's edited, edited and filmed things here and there, I'm like, oh, I see what he's doing. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. Fuck you, Bo Burnham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh it's pretty crazy. It's a technical it's, specter. Like spec. What am I trying to say? Spectacle. 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 Thank you. It, it is technical it, spectacle. I think I said this to Tom in the kitchen, uh, but I definitely said it to my wife. Uh, but it's cool to kind of live at a time like my comparison is is like um, in musical theater when we learned about theater we learned about Sondheim we learned about Gilbert and Sullivan and it's kind of cool that we're experiencing with Lin Manuel like we get to see in, in years to come they're gonna talk about oh and then Lin Manuel came along oh, yeah. and changed the game this when way when people start saying oh that's very Lin Manuel yeah like, you're like and, oh okay and, and it's it's cool to see that I think we're kind of getting that here with Bo as well so anyway Tom. Um, I've been a big fan of Bo for a long time. I think, uh, I, you know, like most people who are probably listening to the show, people on, on the, on the show, um, probably saw like, uh, Bofa show on mm -hmm. YouTube and just to see this guy. Many grow. a times I would get in Tom's car, start it up and I would just hear, it's a fucking scarecrow again. Oh yeah. Uh, pandering song. <laughs> he was, he was, uh, the reason why I even got turned on to Bo cause I completely knew. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, how was, do you know about um, oh, promising young woman? woman oh, he was like Bonnie and I were both like he's great in this, mm -hmm. like he's fantastic. He's what else does he do? Oh, oh, yeah. I still haven't watched any of his other. Stand up! Wow. I started watching after this. I was like, oh, now I'm now but, I'm curious. So uh, everyone, this isn't a spoiler, but recommendations. I would say. Uh, well, isn't that ironic? Um, then uh, words, 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 words. But I'm just talking about specific songs. Oh. Uh, uh, also, I think what was my favorite stand-up special? Yeah, I like I like World on Fire. Um, <laughs> oh, you're talking about specific songs. Specific Excuse me. Songs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, specific Pandarin songs. is always Pandarin's good. Great. Uh, but yeah, you, you just you, you could just Google or just YouTube Bo Burnham and then you just enjoy. Yeah. Just yeah. enjoy. Enjoy. There's okay. a. I mean, he he toes a line in all of his specials between that, I'm gonna make you laugh one second and then I'm also gonna make you question your entire feelings. No, you've seen Eighth Grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he directed and read, wrote Eighth Grade. That's um, right. Well, and we'll talk about that on the notes. Uh, but that being said, um, YouTube is a funny place, right? You had people like Justin Bieber. And, that was the and, understatement and, of the year. That's right. <laughs> and, and Shawn Mendes and a bunch of other people like I could just think about in terms of like who just like literally, if YouTube didn't exist, they'd still be where they're, they'd still be at home. Um, yeah. And Bo Burnham was one of those people. And to me, Bo Burnham was like kind of my, my favorite child of like YouTube and like I always felt that he was the best thing to come from YouTube because after he, you know, he was doing YouTube videos and he he did some collaborations. He would he did would college humor, like how to play piano to win women, women and like, big hands and stuff. And yeah. all that. Uh, I was like, how does this piano get in this room? Um, but like it's 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 uh, you get to see him just like kind of really make the beautiful shift from YouTube to like 
to like actual. And they did that weird YouTube industry. awards thing where he like called them out. Oh yeah, in song during the awards, it's pretty um, great. And and so you got to see him like kind of go into like the world of stand up and and actually perform and then be with you know that all... round table. Yeah, he did with like Gary, uh, Gary Shandling mm-hmm. and Ray Romano Seinfeld. and uh, was it Jerry Seinfeld was he too? In, I believe he was in there. Uh, it was it was just a cast of like amazing and, comedians and and what, what and holding his own too. Yeah. No, and you know, Gary Shandling was like, you know, I don't know who you are. And he goes, it's interesting that you guys are all here. Bo's response was, because um, I was going to ask you the same thing. Who are who, you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm young. Yeah. But then he performs a song and everyone gets it. And he has a lot of, um, you know, I think. He, the one about attention. Yeah. Well, Give he had like. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say. But I was like, yeah, he has a lot of uh, double edged humor where it's like he's making a joke, but then he's also kind of opening himself up and t- talking about himself. And like the attention one you're talking about, Corey, was like, it's a lot about like the incessant need of entertainers and creative people to just like have a light shine on the entire time. So I've always really enjoyed his almost like pseudo philosophical songs, but then they, they're always also very like sharp and like they just make, make a lot of, you know, funny jokes. Um, but with this inside, um, yeah, Corey, I'm very glad that you were able to keep your promise. Welcome to my life. Uh, <laughs> in June or July, this came out and like we have to watch it together. It is now March. And and we have we watched to, it in January. Yeah, <laughs> just want to throw that out there at the time of this recording. <laughs> uh, but ja- yeah, January at the time of this recording. But yeah, uh, my life. Uh, Sorry, I moved and got pregnant. <laughs> yeah, very glad. Uh, I'm not showing yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but no, I, I watched this, and um, again, 2020, 2021 proved and showed a lot of us uh, who we are, what was important to us, kind of also not who we are. It, it took us into different places that we didn't think we were going to go and make things that we didn't think to make, like travel trips and breads and different foods and, <laughs> and DIY products at home. And you got to see a distilled version of this uh, from his perspective. And what else were you going to get from someone who also – uh, you know, was having panic attacks, you know, before they stopped, you know, uh, recording uh, or stopped performing. And it's crazy to think that he did Promise a Young Woman in eighth grade in that time. And you're like, wow, that was him stepping away from doing stand-up and all that stuff. But yeah, uh, no, I it's it, it's a remarkable, remarkable special to watch. You said something I wanted to, I knew you were heading this direction and you said something that really resonated with me and I've watched, I didn't watch it full through again but I watched clips last night. I was I was in the bath and watching specific songs and um, you said something, you're like, and you meant this as a compliment. You're like, it's, what is it? Yeah. It's a documentary. It's a comedy special. It's a musical. It's a musical. It's kind of a behind the scenes. A music video. It's. It shows you how he makes some of the things. Yeah. It's it's a fascinating in between of all these things. I mean. Which uh, which is him. It's a comedy documentary at the end of it, I think, is the best way you can describe it. It I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be. It's almost a vlog. Primetime Creative creative Arts Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing and Variety Special. That's what it's called. (laughs) Um, In in some, some fashion. But like. I mean, he even says that, like, in his other songs, he's like, I'm a standard comedian, yet I'm always sitting down. Yeah. And it's like that kind of stuff where it's like, what is it? And that's a beautiful, like, third space that I really love that this occupies. Um, But, yeah, without any more spoilers or anything, I I really enjoyed it, and I think everyone should watch it. Everyone around me was like, Tom, you have to watch it. People were trying to swoop in on you, Corey, and be like, Tom, watch it with me. I was like, no. I'm gonna watch it with I'm this person. I'm saving myself. I wasn't. I haven't lived down the Meg for six years, and so I can't do that again. No. I told them we were gonna see the Meg together, and then a week later, my wife was like, "You wanna go on a date to the Meg?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "Dude, the Meg's great." And he's like, 
bitch we were supposed to watch that together. I was like, oh no, I got wifed. Oh no. I got memory wifed. That's what that is. <laughs> Wife from your mind. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah. You so, can use that. Uh, we'll move on. You're to, all free to use that. To the next two segments of the show, which are going to be our brief uh, synopsis and our production. Yeah. And the yeah. brief synopsis will be given to you by me. Uh, comedian Bo Burnham shoots and performs a comedy special over the course of a year, all alone, with no crew or audience. There you go. Production distributed by, am I saying this right? Netflix. Netflix. Small company known for uh, The Witcher, Mindhunter, thank you, Tom, Mm -hmm. and Afterlife. Director, Bo Burnham, known for Eighth Grade, Jared Carmichael, Eight, and Chris Rock, Tambourine. That's what he's directed. I see now. Yes. Producers, Josh Sr., (gasps) Some Good News, Rami, shout out. John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Also a shout out. Writers, Bo Burnham, known for writing 8th grade. Zach Stone is going to be famous. Cast, Bo Burnham, known for Hall Pass, The Big Sick, and Promising Young Woman. The Big Sick. Release date was May 30th, 2021 on Netflix, July 22nd, 2021 in the United States. What does that mean? It had to release it. I think that means only on Netflix. Uh, it, it was on everywhere. Because Netflix has different regions. So yeah. I think it went everywhere, everywhere. first. Because it was one of the first Netflix things to have a theatrical release. Mm-hmm. Or like a very limited theatrical okay. release. Oh, that, Inside did? Yeah. If that's the case. That must be what the U.S. The, is. Yeah. 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 Uh, runtime is 87 minutes, which which feels much shorter than it it should be. <laughs> uh, budget was uh, Netflix paid $3.9 million, which earned a 2.9 to break even. Yeah, they do a weird. So this is the yeah the, two point nine to one. This is what their their ratio is. Apparently, this is what Netflix like defines as a success. Um, they literally call it a one to one ratio of like return on investments, and they got a two point nine out of out to one ratio from this, and mm. that's how they count okay. the like streams. Uh, Rotten Tomato score is ninety four percent critics from forty nine reviews and ninety three percent audience from one thousand or more reviews. And that's it. That's it. We'll go into the complete uh, spoiler town. Spoiler! So we're going to start spoiling it all. If you have not watched it yet, it is on Netflix. Go pause this episode and watch it and then come back to us in tears. Yes. I was just going to like. Dive in. Dive in. Pinky uh, Because out. I'm going to say like like general things before oh, okay. we get into specific things. I just want to say first, the songs slap and they're so catchy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Every they're single just one. like every single one. Uh, but the he other didn't thing, miss a mark on a single song. No. Uh, but the other thing about it that I, I really loved, and as a musician, as somebody who has mixed music, I just appreciated how the vocals were mixed. So yeah. hard. Because some music, not all, let's be, let's be real and honest, not all music is like this where you can understand the fucking lyrics. Uh, and it drives me insane. Now, I got yeah. to assume, I'm going to ask you a question here. Credited to Bo having started recording his own stuff alone makes him have an understanding of how to record it and hand it off to either someone audio mixed this. Yeah, the, the thing is, I was trying to do some research myself on this because I've worked on projects that there were musical numbers in. And oftentimes in those scenarios, I was just given a mixed, like... Whatever was there, the source mix was there. Sure. So I, that that was unfortunate. Like I couldn't find specific information on like was it the re-recording mixer who mixed this? The re-recording mixer is the name for who mixed the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, like me, what I did with um, Jeff's uh, famous you were film, re-recording. Mixer. I did the post-production like design and stuff, but I also was the re-recording mixer mm-hmm. who mixed the final thing. Got you, got you. Your gotcha. project. That's the same thing. The mm-hmm. re-recording mixer, and um, 
so there's a credit that like there's only there's a very small crew that's not Bo. Right. And it is, I can tell, is kind of the post-production, the the final mix people, which is the... Because you know, he edited this, too. Yeah, he edited this. Uh, I must, I can only assume, based on the information that's there, that he also mixed the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I wouldn't put it past him, and because when you're... passed off to someone to just touch up the last little in-betweens, maybe like the mixes between... Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just like a... a, a it's re-rec- amazing to me. Yeah, no, it's... The re-recording mixer is also... It depends, because like when you're doing an album... And you are um, you're mastering an album. You're kind of making sure that the dynamics, which is there's a lot that goes into it, but it just kind of like it doesn't sound like when you go from one song to the next, you're listening to an entirely different album. It kind of all is a cohesive piece. Yeah, there's like master- a room tone with all of it. Uh, yeah, in a sense, yeah. but it's also like you're making sure like the re-recording mixer is also paying attention that it's legal. Meaning that the loudness of it is legal, so it's like some of the some of the songs in this slap hard, yeah, and they might be a lot louder than some of the other songs. They're mm-hmm. a little bit more intimate, um, without taking away the 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 dynamics of it, where it's like you still want those songs to yeah, slap right. and slap hard. But you don't want it to. Be, you also want it to be legal throughout it's that, it. It's that same thing of when you watch a fucking movie and and they're like talking like this, and all of a sudden a car explodes, and it's like, oh my god, my fucking sound system is destroyed. Yeah, you don't uh, want that. My subwoofer, my poor poor yeah. subwoofer. Uh, I think mine might have died. By the way. I'm really sad. <laughs> uh, so anyway, just the the music production, just hands down. Because well, there mean, was those moments too where he'd be recording a song and he would, you'd hear him pause it and it would cut to. The camera audio. Yeah. And you were like, oh shit. Like, yeah. he's recording all of that I mean, live. And, it's and amazing. That's, and that's the thing. I mean, having now done a little bit of background information and watching a very limited amount of his stand-up, I, I love his segues and his transitions. Mm-hmm. Like, even the first one where he's like, right, and I just warn you that there might not be any smooth trend, and then it goes right into yep. it. Both Bonnie and I laughed out loud because we knew it was going to happen. We were like, it's oh, coming. he's totally, he's softball. Oh, Tom and I were both going, here it comes, here it comes. Yeah, here and comes. He, he did that a couple of times in this, but watching some of his stand-up, he'll do that. Yeah. And it's like, you're just like, hi, hi. Um, and I, for and me, back, bye. for me, somebody who grew up on like Monty Python, that will do things like that. Well, it's just like you're but in mid something completely different. Exactly. Or just be mid sentence and then it cuts to the next uh, sketch. You're yeah. like, I love oh, that. Yeah. It's like if we were just to be talking and then we just cut to a different episode. Yeah. It's a good comedic tool. Yeah. It, it, it's There's the, a lot of those used in a lot of movies I love where someone goes, oh, fuck. And then it cuts to yeah, something else. Yeah. Sub- subverting your expectation of what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And like, I love when um, these are just general things about how, like, technical things just like even when he's just like talking and then he breaks into song and it cuts to a different angle and then lights and you're like the amount of the amount of <laughs> rehearsal about being depressed and then turning and be like i feel like i'm my heart starts racing and yeah, yeah. the the amount of so rehearsal good. that you you look at this and you're like oh no i just did it on the spot no oh yeah no i mean mm. like the cool thing about it so now we'll do spoilery stuff like yeah. seeing like there's a couple of times where you see him like learning how to set up the thing, learning how the lights work, and uh, they looked at each other and went, "He's learning." <laughs> He's learning. Uh, that's from that. That's an X Men Apocalypse uh, reference. Learning, great film. Um, and <laughs> so great, I fell asleep twice yeah. trying to watch it. Um, and uh, one of my favorite moments is when he's like trying to, I think wrap it up and then you have him at a long long angle oh, or wide yeah. angle and so he looks small on the frame right and all this is intentional at a certain point like you have to start thinking like 
he is conveying a message of how he wants us all to be edited together, or else it'd just be a really long, long stream. Are you talking about when he's... he freaks out? Freaks out. Okay. And so like he, he does he, have a camera near him, but yeah. he also set like this behind the scenes exactly, yeah. and and he keeps the behind the scenes one. You know, like there's a there's a reason for that. Like this guy, this guy directed Eighth Grade. This movie, yeah. that movie. People shout out, yo, I love y'all, y'all. No YouTube shade. Y'all wish you could direct like him. Um, yeah. and that's that's a thing where it's like you don't just like. Oh, I'm good. I I have a lot of audience and listeners and and viewers that I just could pick up a camera, make a movie. It's like no, 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 no. You need you need to watch some shit and see actually how you derive meaning out of the frame. And so, like, the camera's placed really far away, and he's trying to record this like ending sequence, um, talking to camera. And uh, you know, at this point, you're probably like maybe more than halfway through the through the through the special. And all you see all of his equipment. You see, like he is like framed up, and, and probably cut. by that time, like if we if we just think of even the uh, the anatomy of nerd on, and mm-hmm. we think of what we started with, and then we just put it on this table, like it's like, oh, okay, we have this, we have this, and you're seeing like real time. Oh yeah, finger quotes. We would see the webcam, like, then we would see the cannons, and yeah. then we would see. Yeah. He went, oh shit, I need a controller for these lights, that and might then just actually the, be the a gear. Fun thing to make but be showing our first to now yeah so uh this this main thing i just really just enjoyed was just like you got to see kind of like i I think in a certain point there is a little bit of like this weird humanistic bullshit perverted level of like we want to kind of see this person at the breaking point because that's what this kind of promises to be um being all alone during the pandemic and this you know, creative artist made something. And then we know like, it's gonna, you know, it, it was hard on everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. And to see that moment of like a, like a breakdown for him was like a very, I think like a big cathartic moment where it's like all these songs are playing. You see him like, oh, I'm gonna take this time and be creative. I'm not gonna cut my hair. I'm gonna make jokes about it. Like making jokes about all the bullshit out in the world, Jeff Bezos. And then finally- Congratulations. You, this, you see this fi- this moment where it's like, this is not, it's not funny. You know, it's 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 actually just really like, heartbreaking but also like healing in a way where it's like everyone went through that moment yeah everyone had that moment and i think it's cathartic yeah it's i think it's it's one of my favorite moments because it's just like this moment that you're kind of also wanting to see but then also like you had all this funny moments before you're like it it stops you in your tracks a little bit and you're like yeah this is this was a really tough time And 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 we get the privilege and luxury to watch this a year after he shot Mm -hmm. it and so you're like you know, I hope he's in a better place. You know, you're watching. You're just, it's 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 a very interesting moment that happens to the viewer. I think. Yeah. Um. I mean, to me, a lot of it was like you said, watching him learn how to do the lighting and stuff like that. I, I joked earlier on. I, I mean, there's an ounce of truth to every joke. There's always like seeing him do this, me like, fuck. I wish I could just have a room to just learn learn lighting for a few months. Uh, because he's he used it in some of the most creative ways. I think one of my favorite moments is when he wants to do, yeah, it's on 30 where he's doing the flash behind his back, but when he wants to do a chorus with harmonies and he hits all three lights at once and it creates three different shadows behind him. Uh, Stuff like that, like really, I think I paused at that point. I went, oh shit. Uh, Because it's just, it's very, like you said, he directed eighth grade. He's a very, he's got a good eye for this stuff, but it's very impressive to see uh, how quickly it changed from, you know, using most of the early stuff is a lot of one color in the background, a projection in the background with the spotlight going to 
towards the end of the the episode the episode end of the movie where he's using the lights in a more creative it, way because he's learned along well, the way. Well, yeah, it's a it's a learning curve. It's, of it's like... fascinating to watch, and and he does like that with his stand ups. You know, there's a right side of the brain, left side of the brain, where he has a blue blue side of the stage and then a red side of the stage, yeah. and he uses color and lights to kind of convey messages and stories. Um, but seeing him kind of being able to, like, I'm going to set up the show where it's like, yeah, you do have lights and, and effects during shows, during mm-hmm. stand-up performances. And the little know, like laugh track he had in the first yeah, song. <laughs> um, but I like what he did with that song, especially to that point where you're saying it's like, the entire time you're like, he has his hand behind his back holding his phone so he can make a flash whenever he wanted to have the, the clap or the beat hit. And then, you know, he had these pedals where he's stomping on them to make different lights. But then the cool thing is that like, he allowed the viewers to also, I think also learn a little bit of like how you could co- like compile meaning on top of lights. And yeah. so he had just one shadow and then you don't really get the full thre- like breath of the performance until he steps in all three. You're like, wow. Like yeah. it means something when you add another light, add another element, add another thing to your, your piece because a lot of people are just like, okay, light it flat, make sure the cool, the background's cool and they leave it alone. They don't understand like the power of just having one light to the side of your face and what the, the, the shadows and stuff like that. So here it allows people to be like, wow, I didn't realize how creative you could be because we always just blow up everything so everything could be seen. Yeah. It's like, what you choose not to be seen is also just as powerful. Yeah. And like, I, there's a video that somebody posted after this came out that was like a technical, it's like 45 minutes long, but it's a technical breakdown of like, uh, like kind of hypothesizing, oh, I think he used this software. Oh, he's using that kind of light, that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, it's it's the technical prowess. I mean, it's it's not, it's an achievement in a sense of like, Technically, just, I mean, there's, uh, I'll, uh, one specific one was for me was the reaction video to the reaction oh, video. Yeah. That just from an editing, from a performer standpoint and what he had to do, yep. he had the way he had to write it, the, the way he had to perform it, the timing, timing, just everything. And then be able to edit it together and just like, but one of my favorite lines comes from that when he says self-awareness does not absolve you of being a douchebag. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's it's a technical spectacle of just like another technical moment is when he's having the, su- the, the he's having that monologue about suicide and it's on his chest and he's just sitting in the frame and it's, he's wearing a white shirt and it's just, but he his has hair a, has grown. Yeah. And, and his he beard has, has grown. Yeah. And he has a projector going straight to his chest. It's just like using what he has to create such a lovely, I mean, it's a piece of art. And I mean, it is. To, to, that, to the to the nth degree. And to yeah. that point, with the projector to his chest, that is like some. Look, a lot of you, I think, uh, maybe I haven't helped, but like, I think a lot of people are always kind of like weirded out to hear about like avant garde or art house film. That's art house film shit. Yeah, like that is like using like the mediums that you have with yourself and not using like special effects stuff. Like projecting himself onto himself is such like of fascinating, cool, but also like any idiot could have done that shit, but it's how you do it. It's yeah. what you're saying when His you do angles, it. angles, yeah. like just, mm-hmm. fuck you, it, it's, it's great. Um, <laughs> just so good. So a favorite song of mine that I, I mean, uh, the internet. Internet is oh, a wonderful Oh, a little play. bit of everything all the time. Oh, a little that, bit of everything. Oh, I love that song so much. I, when watching anything it, and everything. I think everyone in the room was like slowly getting more and more, uh, uncomfortable and and and, and 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 more queasy feeling i guess because it was like 
figure out why she won't fuck you, build like learn how to build a bomb. It's like yeah. that kind of shit where it's like right after the, the internet other. is that. And he talks it, about 1999 yeah. and or yeah, and, right and before he, the, he didn't used to be this way, but then he laughs and cackles like a joker and all and then comes back to, you know, apathy is a tragedy and boredom is a crime. And it's like uh that stuff to me there is something so I, I think I had a, a different reaction to it and more of it for me was more like this is like a prophet telling me exactly what's wrong with this world and I'm here for it. In in a way where it was like, yes, like, yeah. and, and, and it's something that's like, I don't enjoy how terrible things are, but I love when people actually have the balls to say it and to say it in a way where it's like, I'm not telling you to like, the world isn't worth living, but I'm telling you that it's also not a nice place. Yeah, I mean, for, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, it's I wanna just, build on that. There's a moment that oh, builds I on don't, that. Yeah. You go first because you were starting and then I was talking over you. So uh, for me, it's, it's I think it comes right after that where he's laying on the pillow mm-hmm. oh, and he's like, I think maybe. maybe replacing the human experience with digital screens and digital experiences was corporations. Only, yeah, that only profit a few individuals. Yeah, and he was like, I just love it. Goes maybe not. Maybe that was not a good idea maybe that was a mistake and that hit me really hard because like i've i've been open with this on the show and with you guys i was like social media uh to an extent i get its necessity i enjoy certain parts of it but it depresses me like it's a very depressing thing and the older that i get the more i miss like those days when i was like 13 where i would just go with my buddies to the school down the street and we would just hang out. Like I, I miss that stuff and it's, it is totally replaced. But then at the same time, he addresses like, but now we have to do that. Yeah. And well, it's a little bit of Because of the pandemic, the yeah. we have to do that. We have to be a digital to be safe. Uh, but that moment resonated the most with me. There, there's definitely a theme that goes on, you know, daddy's made your favorite content open wide, you know, like that kind of stuff. You can't live without content. And then, you know, again, that point of apathy is a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Like, you're not allowed to be bored. And, like, that's something I always, I've been thinking about a lot growing up. I think, actually, for the last two or three years, I've just been thinking about it where it's just, like, no one is allowed to be bored anymore. Yeah. Like, and that is something I, and I hate We've to even say- lost kind of the, I've talked to, I mean, I've been open, then I go to a therapist. I've talked to my therapist. Like, people have forgotten how to be to bored. Be bored. Yeah, like, no- what do you do? Do I, I have a, 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 a friend friend of mine Isaac? Uh, he he was in, he, he was getting me a game, and he was he was telling me how he, he was in this store, and the man in front of him was just like so inherently like oh I have to, oh, I can't, I have to wait, and it's just like dude, do you not know how to like fucking chill? Like don't you have your phone? Fucking like soothe yourself. Like and I think about that just in the sense of like. Like as someone who you know, I turned thirty recently, and I think about that a lot of like people I, I see all the time like can't stand like hey wait a second when i was working customer service hey wait a second oh yeah like things like that where it's like when you were a kid at least for me when i was a kid a, a lot of the time it was my mom and my sister and they would go to like stores and go shopping and stuff like that most of the time they didn't have stuff for boys yeah to wait so i would wait outside and like either i didn't have my game boy or i had an action figure but then sometimes i didn't have that stuff my mom, i would my just sister too. i would just like look out and look at people and just be like, this is it. I and don't I... like to quote Louis C.K. any longer, but there is a quote from his show, Louis, which at the time I loved that show. Uh, his daughter's in the back seat and they're on a road trip. And she's like, I'm bored. And he goes, what? She says, I'm bored. He goes, you th- the whole world outside your window, your mind goes inward in- infinitely. I... 
You no, you don't get to be bored on this trip. Continue because I was he was coming up in my brain and I was like, oh god, I don't want to quote him. I know, but it's a different quote that he says. He's like, are you? Somebody was complaining about something like the Wi-Fi being down on a plane, and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? We're flying. Because the thing you didn't know existed ten minutes ago, you suddenly feel robbed of. Yeah, Yeah. everyone Um, should be on a plane going, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, but I mean, just to kind of expand, it's like. And I think I've talked about this too. It's just I have a love-hate relationship with social media as well. And just talking about a song that he says when he's talking about, do you ever Black shut up? Woman. Do you ever shut oh, the yeah. fuck okay. up? Like, Can anyone about anything? And it's just like- Just like, anything. Like social media for me is, is just like, it's such this weird thing where I'm like, you got to be funny. You got to make the quip. You got to like put your fucking mind on this post that it's like nobody, maybe nobody hears or sees or gives a shit. And I'm just like, gotta do the thing because the numbers matter. Um, and because that's what decides my success and whether people like me and my not own your success, self-value. Your value. My your value. fucking value. How valuable are you as a when brand? When I learned that, like I learned that these kids that I know of some friends moved to New York, went to this amazing the, uh, theatrical school for Broadway and they're going out into the world for Broadway auditions and one of the questions followers. on there are Fox going on how many fucking followers, how many fucking followers? are you fucking kidding me so uh, I just went on a you know, so, <laughs> so again we're recording this in January but this is yeah. out in March Josh you missed uh, one of the uh, updates yeah um, I said the exact same thing I was like kid the internet please shut the Fuck up for once. People's value is about decided. Anything. Anything. At all. At all. For any amount of time. Any one any, person. Any one person. <laughs> His breakdown of that and how long it went on for is, is just a wonderful bit of that comedy where it's a rise and then it's a fall, but then because he's still going, it's a rise again. But I, I, Family Guy's not perfect, but it does that that kind of humor really well. You're yeah. like, they're still going. I'm sorry. I'm very passionate no, about that. No, I, I mean, and th- I think that's the thing about this, this <laughs> thing. It speaks to us in that yeah. way. Yeah. We're like... You know, some of the best things I've had have come from social media and the internet. Some of the worst things that oh, yeah, have happened to me have come from amazing people. And like some of the, even the voiceover classes that I'm taking, I wouldn't know about but if like I the, weren't on social media. And But the, I think the, the, the tough thing is that like there is an unlimited access to this thing. And there is such a hard way to limit that access because now... It is the number one resource, quote unquote, right? And it's such as like it goes into a shitty place, and it could happen to anyone at any time. And it's like, how do we deal with this as beings that literally was like our evolution jump started because fire, and then it jump started because of like medicine. Like you can see the spikes, industrialism, yeah. and then yeah, and then like now it's like we have this internet, but like now we're like sucked into this thing, and we're all inside ourselves. And like I think one of the you know more jokey songs, but like it's kind of like. Is it an avocado? Is it like a nice candle? Oh, yeah. oh white, white woman's, woman's Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Like, is this heaven? Yeah, is this heaven? Instagram. And it's just like this, again, a, a, so perfectly the, shot and yeah. colored. The way, and the, felt like, the best way sorry. I could say about like all of his songs are that like kind of really poke fun at like our society is like they're just distilled, poignant messages of like what we see on a daily basis. But the thing is, white woman's Instagram, they're like probably the most successful Instagram. Like, yeah. I have an ex girlfriend for sure. I'm like, that is her literal shit. Yeah. Like, and she is super I mean, internet famous. Just to talk about this too, and shout out to because he he does have a post colorist. Um, just shout out to them for like I'm sure I I'm Colors sure hard, working man. together like they like in Grading the in the coloring hard. room like just like okay make sure That's what I'm trying to learn because when you go through that one like 
you can compare it to an Instagram feed and be like, oh, he got that filter on lock. Yeah. Like to, to capture the stereotypical Instagram, like, oh, the, I'm holding an avocado. The or streamers. The, the, the latte Flowers arts. on his eyes. The, yeah. the, the bokeh autumn, yeah. autumn leaves. I was watching a, 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 a new thing on Netflix. It's the one with Kristen Bell. And she's talking about, like, who does that? You take a selfie and you laugh at the same time. Like, do one or the other. Like, what, like, how does that, like, even work? Um, but, like, moving on to some, like, things. I just, I love the the other, like, big concept thing. And it's interesting to watch ph- philosophy videos that are analyzing this. And just, like, what he's talking about. And, like, really, I mean, a lot of self-examination and capitalism where he's just talking about that. And I think that the, the pandemic really brought that to view for everybody. And, like, you know, self-examination, exactly especially, works. like, at the beginning when we had riots and we had like, I love his brand consultant thing oh because it's like God. everybody, oh, yeah. every brand was like, oh, we, we stand. It... And like, it's just like, it's like we, we are against racism in theory. <laughs> like, it's just like people would say shit that you're like, but the day that everything was done, everybody's uh, photos went right back to the mm-hmm. non rainbow thing. And you're like, yep. And just like the self-examination of like, I, I already said it, but the self-awareness does not absolve you of being a douchebag and like, oh, problematic. When he's talking about being a being problematic, it's oh, like the holding me accountable for my yeah. vaguely shitty. The lyric oh, I loved about Aladdin. it was was uh, I mean the Aladdin one was funny. He goes, I didn't darken my skin, but it still felt weird. Uh, but he has the chorus goes. Um, uh, now I was just looking it up. Oh, while you look it up, I did like that yeah. right before it, that he you see him like Shia LaBeouf look at his first video on YouTube. Yeah, and that's the thing where I really like too. There's uh, there is a trend with creators and and artists on the internet who are having to kind of apologize for all the things they've done and said and put out in the world like i think i mean it's like logan paul when he did that shitty thing and then he did this this apology video and you're like he's continued to do shitty things no no no, i'm just saying yeah that is a classic example of like you watch it and you're like i don't know whether to barf or die i say a better example because to their point logan paul uh, David Dobrik, people still do dumb, stupid things and never got accountable for it. James Gunn said a lot of fucked up shit on the internet. And potentially, like, and, and he's, and I made this like a part of an update. It's like he liked certain things that like were shit talking about other people. And then everyone's called him out on it. And he's like, I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain. And yeah. it's like, at this point, his record is quote unquote clean, but it's kind of like he still have to apologize for those things. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, also recent years have made with, you know, people being you know woken up and like going oh what's it's even made me analyze you know what i found funny mm-hmm. what i used to find funny and what is funny nowadays like when he right. even when he's talking comedy about comedy like, is one of the fastest decaying things in, in and he has a, he has a uh, a formula for that does he he puts the comedy plus track oh yeah plus time equals tra- uh, uh, plus time. for me on that song it was the bridge that mm-hmm. that really stuck out to me um it says i've been totally awful my chalk my closet is chock full of stuff that is vaguely shitty all of it was perfectly lawful just not very thoughtful at all and just really really shitty uh which which i love because like there is that like threshold of like oh man i think back in the day just culturally we all said some stupid shit like at the time, I in in the early two thousands, it was totally acceptable and not meant. I mean, it's terrible when you look back on it, but I'm sure I threw, oh, that's gay, around all the time. Mm-hmm. I was one of my not like, unlawful, yeah. but I feel like shit about it from day to day to day. Still, yeah. I think back on it and I like, oh, 
that part of your brain right when you're about to fall asleep and it goes, hey, remember that time you said that was gay? You're like, oh, no, I did. I was 13. Yeah. I've had to like, I, there's been moments and it's, it's still a thing because uh, my nephew, he's, he's young. Yeah. And he, we were playing something and he was like, oh, that's gay. And I was like, could you not? Hey, bud. Hey, hey, buddy. Here's I don't mean lesson. to be the lame Uncle Josh, but uh, here's why that's not cool. Yep. Um, but it's, and, you know, working in the industry, working in theater, you you know, you know yeah. some people and you're like, oh, that's a, that is like a direct derogatory. And it's so cliche. Or very... never meant it that way, but you did. Or you're like me and you just meet people and you live with people who are gay, so you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm not gonna say. Yeah, that it's shit. just, but, <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very interesting to just see the anatomy and the change of what we as a society, what we as individuals think is is funny. But violent change of conversation. The the other kind of huge conversation in this is mental health, mm-hmm. and I just like for me, I've just become so like engrossed and kind of obsessed with mental health of like and how important it is and like one of my favorite songs is i think it's called shit mm-hmm. and he's like you feel like a piece of shit today and you feel like a, a big old bag of shit today and it's yep. just like you know some days it's okay mm-hmm. to just feel like shit which i think could segue us into the next part we don't there's not a lot of favorite characters but we can do two favorite songs mm. oh okay so you, you had one, unless you want to switch it out and have another one. But you can have everyone should have two. Here. I have I'll put my first two out. Okay. Um, I think um, it's uh, welcome to the internet. Yeah. And then the second one is um, is it uh oh it's uh all eyes on me. Mm. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Like I had no idea that that was Bo Burnham, and it blew up on uh, TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. So, like so that, I give a shit. So that yeah. song really hit me in a way where like. I think it's preceded, or it comes after the moment where he starts talking about how he took a break and he started having panic attacks yeah. while he was having that. So, like, that song really kind of, I hope this was the intention, but it was, like, him kind of creating that environment of, like, you know, anxiety where, like, and I, I was watching this video where, like, the worst thing you could do with someone who who suffers from panic attacks and who's anxious is to bring him to a party and say, hey, no one knows, your, no one knows who you are. Don't make a fool of yourself and walk away. And that... I think the song kind of really became this anthem of like, this is what people feel like he should feel like. Like, hey, come in, the water's fine. Like, put your hands up, it's okay. Like, everything's yeah. party it up. Where, like, the worst he thing can't, you can do he, is just tell people to calm down. And he can't. Ha- <laughs> and he can't have that. And I, it really spoke to me in a way where it was like, it's cool that he's made like, kind of like what I like what Paramore does. They they make sad songs, but they sound cool or, or happy. Yeah. yeah. And this song's like this clubby song that sounds like cool and vibey, but it's like, it's really about like him struggling to like feel okay in public. And I, I just thought that was just like, oh wow. And it's really, and it was catchy. So I was like that. So. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's like also, it's just like having your mental health issues, feeling like shit and like maintaining. Yeah. Like you're just like maintaining like, being a, a human or mm-hmm. something, you know what I mean. <laughs> when, like... when people say "how to human," yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you have a second nope. one? Those are the internet. I must have blacked out. Yeah, uh, I loved how the world works. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sako, just like it was just. There was also a moment where he like when he's doing Sako, and just the way that it, he had to like filter it to sound like it was coming out of the the yeah. sock, and he was like, it was just like it was really cool. And unpaid interns spoke mm. to me hard. Yeah. 
like I, I think have you guys been unpaid interns yes. in the past? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you write. Yeah, it's just like it's reward you with more responsibility. Yeah, it's uh that spoke hard. Yeah. Uh for me, welcome to the internet hit me. I watched that probably like four or five times since we watched yeah. Inside. Um and there's a tie between these two, but I'm gonna go with comedy. Mm. Uh, healing the world oh. with God. that that one was so funny to me. The like, should I be joking at a time like this? And the should I give away all my money? No, oh. I'll do comedy. Uh, just the self awareness of that song was great. Um, Leave the world better than you found it. Yeah, my fear is unfounded. Um, I or thought that unfounded. was that was probably the one for me. Uh, yeah, but I think we can all agree that funny feeling. Oh God! Oh my God! Yeah. Anyway, that was uh, the other one, but. Uh, Which is is funny in itself because I, I don't know if you've all been at a party or at the fire and somebody's like, oh, I can't, I can't really play the guitar and I can't sing, but then they lay out this beautiful fucking yeah. song and you're like, fuck you, I can't play. Don't it's worry, just, it's, it's little, kind of a joke within a joke. Just a little like, thing I wrote. Don't worry, don't worry I'll, I'll learn how to, I'll, I'll learn how to uh, play guitar, but I won't learn how to sing. Okay, and then it'll be perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I'll it, actually it, be it, able to do it. I can't sing, and then I'll be like, qualms, qualms, none, none. No, I I thought I thought about this afterwards, and I was like, oh, but it was this. It's like, no, but that would be against what it is. Yeah. Like there was like, oh, that's no, I don't, I can't, I just, I can't stop. Like, it was hard not to just keep watching it over and over again. Like I was sad that I I didn't get to watch it multiple times because I feel like you you literally could just go segment by segment and mm-hmm. kind of analyze it in a sense of like, just from a technical standpoint of like, oh, I had to put it down for that night. I couldn't watch it again that night, but the next night, uh, I was in my bath and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch a few of these." And I was like, "God damn it, so good!" Uh, so that means ratings. Now we go into ratings. I'm Uh-oh. first. Yep. Five point one. Five point one for Corey. Uh, We're allowed to do that. I know it's only a five. Yes, I don't think I I've ever seen something I've wanted to give a five point one to, but this is the clo- <laughs> This is it so far. Uh, so a five. five, five for me. Five for Corey. Uh, since I have the Patreon vote, you go, you go first, Josh. Oh man! But if I give it a five, does that mean I'm like a grump? <laughs> no, no. Because, because I because I have one. a five. I didn't. Act, I can't actually give it a five point one. Hmm. I'm just saying I would like. This is the only time I've ever felt the want to, but it's a five. Yeah, I mean, I have said in the past, like if there is something that I would not change one single frame of, it it has to be a five in my heart. It is a oh, five. I see. It is a five. I would not change a single thing about this. If there is something that I can keep watching, and then look up the songs on something to listen to, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that's a five. I guess I do have a qualm. Okay, I would have wanted it to be longer. Yeah, I, yeah. I eighty-three more minutes is quick. I wanted eighty-seven. I wanted more of it. More I actually, of it. my first, my first inkling of a qualm was that it was too long. Oh, I know. Which was which was? I got sad when it was ending. Yeah, there was a very sad like. No, I need more of this. Because because there was a little bit of like he's touching not on specific things for me, but he's touching on things that's like you don't want the catharsis to end. Yeah, and it's like there is there is something of I don't know what the fuck it is, but there's something of like you could have all the friends and family in the world, but then some stupid motherfucker says something that means something to you, and you're like, now I feel like I've been seen. Yeah, you're like, what the (laughs) fuck is that bullshit? But um, it's it's a four. Plus one, so five. five. I've got Corey's. Fa- 
face. So. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. That's, it's, You're it's, about to be just like angry. He's like, what because the fu- of, like, fuck what? you, Tom? I was like, yeah. What? Um, no, it's, what? it is, everyone needs to watch this. Uh, uh, and, and I understand why so many people were like, Tom, you just turned 30. You need to watch this. Then I'm I like, shut the fuck you. up. Yeah. I, thought, <laughs> I imagined uh, Tom. 29 he's and like the last second the last minute Mm -hmm. being like this is it this is the end of my 20s what have i achieved thinking about everything (sighs) going like even just personal conversations that we've had i'm like that's tom so that means we have shout outs to do for everyone shouts uh bradley p dana p mitchell g logan b charlotte g matt r uh lukian noe s and billy Otherwise known as Burkhalter B. <laughs> uh, shout out to all y'alls. Uh, you, technically everybody's no right. Grump. Yeah. yeah. Every- I will start adding to the poll no grump from now on. Yeah. This was before we got that suggestion uh, from, who was that from? The, who got that uh, suggestion? I think that was T-Dog. T-Dog. So uh, that from, I had already scheduled this out, but it will be included in future Guess That Grump episodes. If you don't think there's going to be a grump, you can vote for that and get a shout out as well. We're all looking right now. It's like, who? So there who? you go. Who, who? Meaning what we're going to do is include everyone who ever guessed on a uh, guess yeah. that grump. Good thing it's... I mean, and there wasn't one. It's only like 12 episodes to like look back at and go, oh, okay. This I've is been what keeping track anyway, yeah. so... Uh, but there you have it. That is it. We did oh, the Jesus. thing. <laughs> we, we talked about inside. Uh, let, us, let us know what let you thought about inside. And then join... That Discord. There it is. Join it. It's a great community to be a part of. Uh, Great people to know. Great people to talk to. And it's a great place to continue the conversation. For those of you listening at home, uh, he's brandishing a knife. I am. Because, you know, what else is there to do but just, like, ask. You know, wherever you listen. Because we are everywhere podcasts can be heard. Stop by. Rate and review. Share us with your friends and family. I don't want to be banned. <laughs> You're not going to be banned. I, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a quick aside. There are literally so many Russian videos of people shooting everything, and then people like, like how this is how you stab things correctly. It's like we're fine. This is, so it anyway, is the internet. <laughs> we're Anything, fine. Everywhere. Government. All the time. This was a joke. Uh, <laughs> they don't care about us. That brings up another like conversation. <laughs> How's that? Sometimes it's just a joke. Uh, uh, but yes. So uh, rate, review, share us with your friends and family. There is a little share button, and you can. You just, it's like a little square. Turn back down. (laughs) Share us on all your social media with your friends and family. Send an email. Email it to a friend. Text it to a friend. That's how we grow. That is how many of our audience members have said, that's how I found you. Tom grows with a light caress to the inner thigh. Can you guys just be annoying (laughs) and post every episode that you find on your Facebook feed every day? Twitter feed. That'd be great. That, 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 that'd be probably the way to go. Because one person (laughs) is going to be like, I want to listen to that show. And if it, there's like right now, there's almost 200 reviews. Ooh, almost 200 reviews, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Spotify just recently said we want reviews too, so they have reviews. Podchaser. That's how we survive. It's exactly it, it's how we, people people we, will find us and be like, do I want to do I want to listen? Yeah. We put it in a bowl and we eat it slowly. Yeah. We exactly. survive off reviews. And if you drop a review and you actually like, you drop like a rating and a review, we'll read it on the show. Yeah. We've done it. We've been crazy like that. We've mm-hmm. done it. Watch yeah. all these episodes on YouTube because there's chaos that happens. Crazy things happen. Check it out. Like a knife. And do consider joining that Nerd On Nation. That's my last piece of housekeeping. Because join it! Join it. I didn't do it uh, right, Tom. Join it. 
for uh, less than the price of looking at a cup of coffee. How much is that? Four quarters. Four quarters. You can get so much cool things. 100 pennies? Yeah. 10 dimes? I like 100 pennies. That sounds like a lot. It does. It sounds like a lot. A dollar less from your mother? But yeah. check it out. We appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. And you know the drill. As always, Nerd on! Ending broadcast.